You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Man, good morning. <clears throat> Welcome into the Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room. Kind of lost my voice uh, from last night, uh, Dad and Joe. So I'll be bare for it uh, this morning. But uh, the phone lines are open. We actually got one call already holding 205-342-9904. Twitter at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email address for the show. Is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to the smartphone, and you can take us with you anywhere you go. But it has to last. It has to be tough withstanding the elements year after year. When it comes to building outdoors, it doesn't come any tougher than Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. For projects that stands up to Mother Nature's best, be sure to head down to your local dealer for Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine, the lumber that protects against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. Get only the best for your next backyard project. And remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Good morning, Double Danny. overtime last night. Um, tell our listeners what happened and how close you were to win. <laughs> Well, uh, first of all, uh, Woody Jackson, congratulations to Woody uh, and his team. I told him before the game he was the John Wooden of high school basketball. But uh, we were down 20 to 15. It was a tight, tough. I actually put your drop zone in, and they didn't attack it very well uh, in the uh, second quarter. So we finally held them down. We couldn't stop them, and that kind of slowed the game down a little bit. Then we got down, Joe, 34 to 17, and we were getting blown out of the gym. And uh, so I took a little time out and uh, very nicely with a whisper begged them to uh, pick it up. And uh, anyway, to make a long story short, uh, got the last possession of the game with the score tied. And, uh, and, uh, Kid drove up the right side and uh, maybe got hit, maybe not. They weren't going to end up going into double overtime, and uh, we ended up losing the double overtime. But we're down 17, about the middle of the third quarter. If you had told me at that point that game was going to be in double overtime, I'd have never. But this, these teams that we play are just so physical. The games are so much more physical. These kids are so athletic. This just uh, it takes its toll on you. So we got to turn around and play again tonight and three games next week against. Where you play tonight? Uh, just here in town, locally here tonight. But our kids, too. Holy Spirit, so um, be a little bit different type of game than what we've been playing. Still, they're still really, really good. Just be a different type of game. But uh, anyway, I was uh, frustrated way throughout the game. Very, very frustrated, and ended up just really being pleased to how hard these kids fought and came back. So that's enough of that. Uh, anything happened in sports last yeah, night? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit happened in sports. I'll go over that real quickly with you. Um, um, Garrett Riley, Lincoln Riley's brother, is going to be the new OC, offensive coordinator at Clemson. They let Streeter go. Streeter had been in-house when they hired him and uh, didn't like where things went. Kevin Warren, uh, the president, is going to be the new president of the Bears. I don't see that he'll know much about the Bears. We'll see what happens. He was the Big Ten commissioner. 
Uh, Kevin Barbie, who is uh, offensive coordinator at App State, is going to be the, the new defensive head coach at Mississippi State's offensive coordinator. So that was the person he selected, and uh, everybody's looking to see if Mississippi State will throw the football the way they did when Mike was there. Mike Pratt, a friend of mine, played at, at Kentucky when I was there, 73 years old, passed away some a uh, few I forget exactly exactly when. Kentucky radio voice for a number of years uh, passed away some time ago, a few weeks ago, months, and they're going to name and retire his jersey uh, uh, because he was a terrific player as well as a person that did a great job of Kentucky basketball. Derek Mason, who left Harson's uh, position at Auburn and went to Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State, didn't work out very well for him. He is taking a leave of absence from coaching. Uh, at, the Son- at the Sony Open, Spieth is six under. Chris Kirk, so doggone many people from Georgia. Chris Kirk's a Georgia grad, born in Knoxville, I think. Um, is tied with six six under at that particular point. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Kentucky's at Tennessee. We're going to have Greg Polinski on, who's the great uh, helpful, helpful to me. In, in my years there, Greg is assistant coach at Tennessee. He's going to be on. And Sonny Smith and I have talked, and Sonny's going to be on today. Anyway, Kentucky's at Tennessee. We'll talk to uh, Greg about that. Um, Kentucky's allowed to be one and four. Georgia's at Ole Miss. Um, anybody's game there. Uh, watch out, Arkansas. You go to Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's not great, not good, not really good. Arkansas's not good at all. Arkansas goes to Vanderbilt on ESPNU at 1 o'clock. Missouri and Florida. Missouri's going to shoot a bunch of threes. Florida's going to defend them. I don't know. LSU is at Alabama at 3 o'clock. Uh, I don't know what the line is, but it'll probably be double-digit. Uh, Texas A&M at South Carolina. South Carolina's all excited about their wins. Texas A&M is not really good on the road. Uh, I don't know what the line is. Mississippi State. Is it Auburn? Mississippi State can't throw it in the ocean. They stood there with nobody guarding them 22 times for free throws against Georgia. And they made seven out of 22. No telling how many of those were one and ones. Um, they shot 26% from the three. Uh, Mississippi State struggling like a Dickens, so Auburn will probably win that, and they'll probably be a double-digit win for them. So as we, as we go through this, before I turn it over to Barry and I talk some. Uh, right now, Kentucky Miss, Kentucky's down at one and three with Arkansas and LSU and Ole Miss is 0 and four. Three teams have are, have not lost. Of course, as you know, Alabama and Tennessee and Texas A&M has not lost. They, they'll go. We'll see what happens tonight when they go to South Carolina. The rest of them are you know two and one, three and one, two and two. Too early to tell except you know Alabama and Tennessee are the best two in the league. All right. Uh, we'll slide right down to the uh, Yellowwood hotline. He's been holding on ever since the show started. Go up to Birmingham and get Robert into the show. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, guys. Hey, a couple observations, and uh, I think y'all y'all been talking about this. I think the SEC top to bottom is down this year. Offensive scoring is uh, kind of down. But uh, one question I have for you and, and Coach, you're um, – Coach Wimp, you're probably not going to like this, but in the big picture, this bas- the Bama basketball team has a chance to do some things that hadn't been done in a long time, like you know, 
a long time. So, and the and the and I mean, you look at the schedule. The last eight games are brutal. I mean, you got A and M, you got Tennessee, you got uh, uh, what else? Auburn, like maybe once or twice, whatever. A lot of tough games. Any thought? I mean, I know y'all don't like looking ahead, but you know, you, you want to win an SEC regular season. Any thought to not grinding your team? And Coach Wimp's going to hate this. Not grinding your team for the tournament, for the SEC tournament, so that when that first round comes around, your team is fresh and they're ready to go. That's the- well, I always did that. I had I had the, my team had live legs for the SEC tournament. We, we got the final. I know you, I know you did. I'm, I'm, so, I know you did. I'm saying this. If any thought to the big the big picture, I want to win. We all want to win, win the SEC regular season, but the SEC tournament. Don't grind them out. I mean, don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think that's a factor at all. Personally, I don't see you grind them out. You be, you're playing ten people. How can you grind them out? I didn't play I ten people. Well, I didn't. I didn't have play. ten players. Are you, you just saying? Uh, you know, you yeah. grind you out Friday, you Sunday. Yeah, go ahead. Three games in a row. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I just. Uh, man, you because the SEC they because of TV they make you play on Sunday. You don't get done till five o'clock. You get back to school at night. At, you know, Sunday night. at Whatever you got to fly back home, whatever. I'm just I'm big picture my, my, here. My point to my point to you is that they're 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 so good that they're playing that many people. You know, right. When you're you. talking about they're playing six people and they don't have any substitutes, it might be the word grind them. But if you got ten guys that are playing double minutes, they're not going to be you're right. to grind them out. Yeah, right. I think it's a, maybe a different team now. If they can, <clears throat> Robert, stay away from the injuries. I mean, yeah. they got some guys. They'll get Burnett back. Uh, Correct. So they'll have. They got a lot of depth. So they're not having to play thirty eight, thirty nine minutes. Um, I hear what you're saying. You know, John Calipari has in the past kind of complained about the tournament, and I do think it's wrong to have the championship game on Monday uh, su- on Sunday. But play it on Saturday. Uh, give these kids, a, and you know, because the, the problem is you have you play on Sunday, you win it, you find some room, you find out where you're going. By the time you get back, literally, you unpacking and packing again to go wherever you got to go. Now, for Alabama, now Birmingham, Birmingham shit could be the first sight that will help a time. Well, you don't have to fly anywhere. No, no, doubt. no doubt. And it, it, hey, hey, one, 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 one more thing, guys. Is, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead so, one, more, one more thing is why won't Coach O? Play a zone defense, especially against these teams that can't shoot. Why not? I know. I know everybody worries about rebounding, but Arkansas couldn't throw it in the water. I mean, the, the only thing they had, they drive to the basket, hard and physical, and shooter get fouled. Okay, they can't shoot from outside. Why not play a zone? I, I, I don't get it. He's too stubborn on that. I love y'all. See you, man. Bye. Thank you, Robert. Uh, you know, I have thought in the past they should play zone some, but I think Dad with their length. They should be able to take away threes and man end zone with yeah. their length. So I I don't yeah. know that with this team, it really matters. Uh, I don't do, think they know a lot about the zone defense. And the only thing I will, will tell Robert is when I was coaching, when you won the SEC tournament, you got the trophy for being the SEC champion. Now should around Robert have gotten it probably maybe, but when the tournament started, uh, that was the way things were. So we wanted to be the champions of the SEC, and um, you know we played hard and. And uh, we know we won. We got to the final out of the ten years that we went to NCAA. We got to the final sixteen six times. So we must have been pretty good for our first two games. Yeah, um, I think what he's saying is just, and I worried about the 
non-conference schedule being such a grind, but I think you hit the nail on the head. When you're playing as many guys as Alabama can play, you're not really wearing anybody it's out. Quite different. It's uh, quite different. Yeah. And when this kid gets back, they're going to have 11 guys that they can play. In fact, they'll have somebody disappointed that they're not playing enough. Yeah, that'll huh. be the being able to manage yeah. the uh, – mental side of a kid that's not playing when he was playing 15 minutes and he's playing seven, those are more the problems they're going to have to deal with. They've done a good job, though. They've done a good job of the substitution pattern. Yeah. I think they've kept everybody happy. But, of course, when you're winning, you stay happy. Uh, You you say good things, and I think they're going to continue to win. I I don't think that the league is – I think he was right. I think the league is very weak at the bottom. It doesn't mean that somebody can't beat you. But uh, I don't think it's as good as the bottom as you know as it has been in the past, and and uh, I think it's it's a little bit top heavy with Alabama and Tennessee. We'll talk with Greg about that a little bit. A and M is just uh, you know had a big win over Missouri, uh, had a very close win at Florida, um, so they, they've had two good wins there. But they're three and zero, and Auburn can't shoot it, and. Um, I think Auburn's up and down. Hard to beat at Auburn, sure. But uh, uh, certainly other places, uh, Auburn won't, won't win. Yeah, I just um, – I really think they hit a home run with mentality with these new kids. Uh, Brandon Miller, I mean, I don't really like you talking to the other bench, but he has a mindset that you ain't taking him out and he's coming for you. And Clowney is quietly like that, and then Sears is just relentless, and he uh, he's going to stick his head down. He's going to get to where he wants to get to, and he makes big shots. Uh, so quietly, those are three of the best signees, that trio group right there, and they're doing it uh, for Alabama along with Jaden Bradley, another freshman. Hey, Royal Cleaners, pick up and deliver. They want to make life easy for you. Dial them up, 205 391 the casual golf shirts to the suit to the dresses to the dress shirts whatever you need they'll come pick it up get it cleaned up deliver it right back to you with a smile you need to drop it off university boulevard bridge avenue norport or 4851 rice road 205-391-0034 royal cleaners give them a call today tide 100.9 traffic from the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we've got an overturned 18-wheeler on 2059 westbound. This is just past 359, lane blockage and delays in the area. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Get a great deal right now for your hometown dealer, Towns and Nissan, Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Friday morning. First responders in Selma and across the state spent the night double-checking the rubble left by tornadoes to make sure nobody was overlooked. Today, emergency management agencies will begin damage assessments to determine the storm's impact on communities across the state, like Oak Hill Village in Hale County. That's where 30 properties were damaged. Green and Hale counties were struck by twisters for the second time in just six weeks and the fourth time in a year. Six people died in Otago County and Selma was devastated. I'm Don Hurtley. In a collision, easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation of the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services performed. I had my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. 
I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather noticeably colder today. Breezy with a mixture of clouds and sunshine. The chance of a few scattered light snow flurries. The high 47. For tonight, clear with the low at 26. For tomorrow, a good supply of sunshine. The high very close to 50. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 41 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. I got to give Joe a pep talk this morning. Joe's dragging over there. I got to pump him up this morning. Hi, y'all. Are we on? We got a call here. Uh... I, I, want to say that, I need to say this to our listeners. The, the biggest problem you have with Tennessee and Alabama is to be sure that you beat the teams you're supposed to beat. You know, you're ready to play Arkansas. You're ready to play Kentucky. You're ready to play each other. But your kids, you know, sometimes your kids are flat because they look at the schedule and see somebody that hasn't played well. So I think that, you know, a win, a win against uh, Ole Miss counts the same number as a win against Kentucky, one win or one loss. So it's important that you get your team ready to play against the team that you're supposed to beat because they'll be ready to play against the Arkansas and the, and the Kentuckys and the Tennessees. Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine, they're making this 7 o'clock hour possible. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Last night, Dad, uh, my manager, Mac, we're in the locker room after the game. This was funny. And uh, I said, God, I'm so proud of y'all for fighting back. Bob, I said, I, have n- I don't even remember how far we got down. He said, oh, Dad, you were down 17. It was 34 to 17. That's great. <laughs> said, Isn't that great? Thanks. Yeah. You were down. Kid. No, no, Dad, you were down 17. It was 34. I said, thanks, Mac. I appreciate it. That's great. Good Lord. How does he do the math, Joe? He knew that's, uh, that's terrific. Dad, you were down 17, if you need well, to Well, I thought. I kept up with Jenny on the yeah. internet, and the guy yeah. made stay top of her all the time. All right, let's get to uh, the Yellowwood Hotline. Bring my man Tom in. What's up, Tom? Hey, Tom. Hey, Barry. Hey, Coach. How are y'all this morning? We're okay, good. you? Uh, I'm fine. Thank you for asking. So, Max, he had the stats in his head. <laughs> yeah, I was like, were you as <laughs> were you as embarrassed as I was at 34 to 17? Uh, he said, Well, I don't know. I was eating a. Uh, a Kit Kat. Uh, so he's gotten to be friend, friends with the people at the concession stand. He'll go with like three dollars and come back with fifteen dollars worth of stuff. I don't know what he's doing over there, but anyway. I, I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Good job, Mike. Uh, <laughs> you know you're gonna be you're gonna be uh, going forward with 
math skills like that, son. Yeah, well, I was talking to the referee last night, and uh, Asa, who's a really good referee, in the 2A area, our area, with uh, Green County, Aliceville, and Francis Marion, find me a better area in the whole state than that. All four uh, teams, to be quite honest with you, are really good. They all play hard, and two teams won't even make the state tournament. they got to spread this thing around a little more, Tom. It's, Aliceville's undefeated. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I tell you what, uh, I, I've been, for several years, I've enjoyed uh, – the high school basketball with that group that you uh, you're talking about Green County, Aliceville, and so forth. I, of course, I live in Aliceville, and I, you know I favor I favor them because sure. I know everybody. But, sure. Uh, 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 but I, I've been able to see some really good basketball and uh, high school basketball that I think has flown under the radar for quite some time. And uh, but anyway, that's just me. Yeah. Well, uh, these are these are kids that all come from different backgrounds but uh they all compete hard and uh they're tough to play really, I tell good, you. Uh, really good kids uh yeah my, my observation's been yeah. that they're really good kids I, I live over by the school here in Dallas well I've told you that before but yeah. but the kids are so much fun I get out and interact with them when they walk home and so forth and, and they're just great kids I think and well uh, like Tom the next but, next time you're with them say hey there's this guy coaching up in Tuscaloosa if you ever want to move up there maybe encourage some of them to move this way no I'm just teasing you I, 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 I know you didn't what, uh, I know you didn't call it talk high school know, hoops I, I, what you got Tom I know I got off I, I went off I'm sorry about that no that uh, was me uh I wanted y'all to talk about somebody that I've been pleasantly surprised on Alabama's team is Charles Bediaco. I, I think his development and, and the way he's contributed has been outstanding this year. Uh, yes, Dad, your thoughts about Bediaco? He's a rim protector, and he's actually caught the live pass and dunk. To, he's uh, seems like he's made a lot of progress from last year. Well, he gets behind, he gets behind the defense, and if he gets behind the defense – the lob pass will come to him, and the guys have done a good job of, of with the dribble of getting the ball closer to him to throw the lob, and naturally he's done a good job of catching it and putting it back. You got to have good hands if you're going if you're going to be involved with a lot of lob passes. He's not they don't they don't run a lot of offense for him. Uh, most of his stuff is is just breaking down the defense out front and throwing the lob pass. He's good. He has Tom. I agree I, with you. He's got a he. You know, he gives them a different role. You got Miller and Clowney can stretch the defense and make threes. This guy's a, a pick and roll guy. He knows his role and he can protect the rim. So they got they, they got a little bit of everything uh, with those three kids. But Barry and Coach, I, I wanted to say that one thing that's really uh, that I've I've picked up on that I think has been a real benefit to uh, to Bama this year is. The fact that he plays under more control now than he did last year, and I, I think that comes with experience with any player, but, uh, you know, he's not fouling out, and uh, uh, he's giving you good, solid minutes on defense. And, uh, and and I think that's been a real – I think that's been a real benefit to Alabama this year. Yeah, I had a guy text me yesterday during the show and said, what does it mean when the commentators say – that a kid is long. Is that a good thing? And uh, he didn't know. He said, I just don't know. I said, yes, being long 
means you're tall with long arms, which helps you contest shots. It helps you get deflections. It really helps you defensively. And so I think the length of these guys on the perimeter are helping. The ball's not getting to Bediaco as much where he's having to foul as much as he did because he was foul prone. He's learned how to learn how to learn how to play better. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. They're playing much better out front on defense. That that that's exactly right because last year they were all in the lane and yeah. didn't leave him many options at yeah, all. Shackleford right. didn't want to guard anybody, so then his man's at the right. rim and Betty Ako's fouling him. Uh but now these guys are taking a little pride and you got some length. Uh so it's hard to get by these guys. I always thought that uh Coach Sanderson guys I, I, I said uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who's a big fan of Coach uh, uh, and and the teams that he fielded at Alabama was uh, we were talking about. It. He said, "Well, Coach Anderson invented that body uh, type that we've got now." That he was the first one to. Was that, this guy Tom? Was this guy in, <laughs> was this guy in a nursing home that you said remembered? Him? No, but he's not. He ain't long before he goes. <laughs> <laughs> he's got one step to the nursing home. Well, yeah, well. And, but he said, he said, Coach Sanderson, that, that he, he, that's who he looked for when he went out recruiting. He invented that type team. You know what he likes, guy Tom. You know what he likes? What's that? He likes a guy that has a bullet head. Now I don't know what a bullet head is, but if you got a bullet head, he thinks you can play. And I, we have to figure somehow. I got to figure out what a bullet head is. I need to get me some yeah, bullet heads. What, when you figured out, pass that on to. Uh, Coach Oak, uh, that'll, that'll help him a little bit. Yeah. Hey, thanks for letting me in. Hey, Tom, did we get your golf questions answered yesterday? It was perfect, Barry. I forgot to tell you, you were absolutely and Doug with his newlywed crap going on. He was up there laughing at the question. It was a legitimate, solid question. Both of you put it up to him, and he never did get it. Yeah. But he answered it a little bit. He did answer it, though, right? Yeah, he did. He did. He I don't know why the Masters were making an exception, though. That's what I was curious. I think that's what you want to know. He didn't, he didn't really say. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. See you. All right, we'll get to Coach Polinski before we do, though. First in Maine condos, the three-bedroom, three-and-a-half baths, right there in the historic district of downtown Norport. Beautiful area, washer and dryers included. The stainless steel appliances and all the condominiums, they have granite countertops, which is very, very nice when you're cutting and all you want. Uh, ruin the counter there. You got the energy, electric, efficient appliances, internet, direct TV, Joe. That's part of the condominium. So right there, right off the bat, couple hundred dollar savings. If you're miles, about $275 savings. 10 foot ceilings, large patios with upper level river views, easy access to the river walk. Go down and get you a nice walk. Uh, early afternoon or in late afternoon, gated property with security cameras. Right across the bridge from downtown Tuscaloosa. So you got all the shops right there in Norport. You want to go to downtown Tuscaloosa, just shoot right over the bridge. You got all the uh, great places to eat and shop right there. Five minutes to Bryant Denny Stadium. One month free rent if you tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. 205 657 7465 or go to first in Greg Polinski's next. You listen to Tide 100.9 is he home of Alabama Sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. 
Former University of Alabama running back Ahmad Galloway has passed away at the age of 42. The Alabama Crimson Tide basketball team beat the Arkansas Razorbacks 84-69 to to remain undefeated in SEC play. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got an overturned 18-wheeler on 2059 westbound. This is just past 359, lane blockage and delays in the area. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Get a great deal right now for your hometown dealer, Townsend Nissan, Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. Are you receiving unemployment? Your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account and only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Labor, ABA, and the station. The Alabama Department of Labor is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for TTY accessibility. You've probably seen their clothing around town on game days, but check out Christopher Mobley on the Strip. It's luxury game day apparel redefined. It's the only place in town where you can find Todd Hoops apparel. Clothing design Designed for the modern-day entrepreneur, golf enthusiast, and athleisure fanatic. They've got Peter Millar, Viore, Grayson, and Mizzenamain. And if you haven't tried the Mizzenamain dress shirts, you've got to. You can find them at 1410 University Boulevard on the Strip. Also, they've got a great e-commerce site at ChristopherMobley.shop. So check out Christopher Mobley, luxury game day apparel redefined. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket. Pushing a wet, heavy mop around. Then raise the high 47 for tonight clear with the low at 26 for tomorrow a good supply of sunshine the high very close to 50. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 41 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Want to jump into any of the shows? Call Tide 100.9 right now at 205-342-9904. Will somebody answer that damn phone? That's 205-342-9904. When the sun goes down on my side of town, that lonesome feeling comes to my door. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Brush your teeth pine from Great Southern. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer close to you. And always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. All right, we'll keep talking hoops. We'll go up to Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, coach Greg Polinski is obviously the assistant basketball coach at the University of Tennessee. He was in the NBA prior to that with the Detroit Pistons uh, and the New Jersey Nets. Was here at Alabama with Dad. Uh Still talks to him, so that's amazing. From 1986, he was in Alabama until 1995, it looks like there. So I saved him from, tech, from Texas. Texas, yeah, you got him from Texas. Now, Greg, before you, we talk basketball, <laughs> i got to have you answer this. I got for, him away from Bob Wetlick. He's, he loves oh, me. God, you're Bob, you probably <laughs> you probably better than Bob Wetlick. Yeah, well, I wasn't as bad as Bob Wetlick. Come on. No, I said you were probably actually better than him. Greg? Uh, Joe, if you if you pulled up right now, when Coach Polinski worked for Dad, 
and then you pull up his picture now. The guy looks the exact same. You do not age at all. I didn't work him hard. Greg, how do you do this? You look the ex- – it's amazing. You look the exact same as you don't did. Don't brag on Don't brag on I'm not. I'm just – what's the secret? Well, what's the secret? Listen, immaturity. <laughs> the immaturity. Just be immature, and, hey, you got a shot at not aging. All right. So, now, who knows? Hey, how about genetics and uh, a little bit of luck? So, yeah. Anyway, is your great. Brother, to is talk your brother to you okay, Greg? Yeah, thank you. Uh, Wimpy still ask about you, and uh, I don't let him come up here because I don't yeah. think Rick could handle him like you did. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. But um, it got to a point where we won so many games. You used to tell him, hey, "Hey, make sure he comes on the trip, right?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, Greg, Greg yeah. knew that when I went in to the homes behind him and he was first that I wasn't going to say the wrong thing. Yeah. I might, I might say, I, I, I would always say, always say, that's the only thing I won't take credit for. I'm going to say the right thing when I go in behind him to, to those homes. We'll let Greg if, answer if he that. Said, if he said the, the mother was real nice, I, I talk about how wonderful she was. If whatever he's told me to say, I say it. Is that so, true, Greg? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. There. Yeah, he could, lie, he could the boy could, he could line them up now, and I would go in there and I'd say the right thing. Greg, <laughs> he was the closer, Barry. But see, <laughs> I had to tell him, and then he did what he wanted. Like for instance, I did no, about how we're going to help their son graduate. Mm-hmm. You know, had it all detailed out, and right about that time, the mom would say, "Well, how many of your players graduate?" And he would blurt out, "All that one, two. Yeah, everyone that wanted to. That was. Yeah. I said, "That's the way to spell it out." <laughs> yeah, right. Coach, do you have you a know, do you have a percentage? Yeah, no. Go ahead, Barry. You said, "Does he, does he have a percentage? Do you have yeah eighty five percent graduate? No, everyone that wanted to graduate, graduate. I don't know how many it is, but this right. everyone that wanted to did. That's right. That's, hey, that's and, a good and it was that's old a good point. All that wanted to, because we had we gave them every chance they could to graduate. <laughs> Uh, it was really true, but you know, we wanted maybe to break it down a little bit more. Yeah. You know? I, it's kind of like uh, when they say, "Am I fat?" and he's going to say, "Yeah, you're, you're." You know, most people say, "No, I'm not," but not him. He's going to tell you, "You're well, fat." Well, I learned so, they yeah. don't even. Um, you just say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Greg, t- tell us, tell tell our listeners, because uh, Alabama doesn't play Tennessee the last towards the last year. Tell our listeners about Tennessee basketball. It's been amazing here, Wim. I'll, I'll give it from just a real biased perspective and then a fairly objective one. So the objective one is during my time in the NBA, I had the opportunity, obviously, to go around and watch a bunch of teams practice, be around them, you know, go back. to You know, they all have great spots now where you can hang out, players go in and out of, go to the locker room. There was just something special about this place when I was here with, with uh, Coach Barnes and watching how he interacted with the kids, um, you know, really, really tough and demanding on them. Um, it's pretty old school here. A lot of yeah. accountability. Uh, it's really refreshing because, again, going around seeing a lot of places, my comment was there's a lot of people that ask their players to do it. There's not a lot of coaches that demand it. Yeah. I mean, truly demand it. Um, you did but that was back at the time, I think, when it was more of an expectation than, you know, the exception. And that's not to say there's not a lot of good coaches and a lot of ways to do it. I just like the way that it was done here. Um, well, heck, 
Wimp, you know what kind of guy Rick was. You hired him. Yeah. And he is bright, past bright. I mean, I he starts talking about what we're doing on offense, and I ask if he can slow down and I can write it up. You know, he yeah. just can remember things. He just he's a brilliant guy. And well, uh, see, so combine those things, it it makes for a a really successful, um, you know, opportunity uh, to be good, you know, consistently. And then the other thing is what you always said, you know, it's, I don't think you said it quite this way, but the inference was it's, you know, it's not about the X's and O's, but you better get me some Johnny's and Joe's. And, yeah. Um, and then it took me a little bit to figure out when I worked for you, coach, what, what player you liked, what was going to work for you and your personality. Um, and that's kind of what the NBA reinforced for me. Yeah. You better have a criteria and what, and there's three things I know that have to be the case here to work for coach Barnes, like coach Sanderson. <laughs> and so it's, it's been fun and I work with great guys and, the fan base here is amazing. Um, yeah, they are. And I'm not doing this as a recruiting pitch. I, You know, hell, I'll be 65 in March. So now it's really about relationship and the word recruiting. I try not to throw in there too much. and uh, But I work with a couple of great guys that can really, really develop relationship and uh, connect guys to Tennessee. Uh, Greg, I think the big thing about your team, you're good on both ends. You're good on the offensive yeah. end. You've got really good shooters, and you're very good defensively. I, you know, you're everybody's going to lose a game or so that you're supposed, you know, not supposed to lose or to win, you know, whatever. But, but I, your team is, I, I think, really good on both ends. Yeah, I look, Wimp. You know, defensively, analytically, we're one in the country. Very proud of that for our players, because again, you know this. You can push prod. But we've got five great seniors. You know how much that helps. Yeah. Uh, my first year there with you, I was so lucky to be part of that with the senior leadership seniors we had. That was a great, great team. And this one's got a chance. Um, may not yeah, be does. quite as physically gifted as that team, but um, experience-wise, like you said, shooting, skill set, mentally tough, basketball IQ, a lot of those qualities are here. Are we going to lose some games? Sure. Lost at Arizona. Got beat by Colorado on a day where we just we, we didn't Wasn't step ready. up. And yeah. Colorado played well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I look around, and I think now that I've seen some other teams, we, we've got a chance. But yeah, on sure any do. given day, you know, we got to perform. We're yeah, talking uh, with Greg Polinski, assistant basketball coach at uh, Tennessee. Greg, uh, talk a little bit more about Coach Barnes, uh, you know, people say, well, I don't know if kids could play for the Wimp Sanderson's or the Bobby Knight. I don't agree to that. I think if you set the standard and the kids will buy in, of course, you guys will recruit to a guy who can play for Rick Barnes. Just talk about how he uh, sets the standard every day that you guys are going to play to a certain standard, not just in the game, but in practice. And then you said you got five seniors. I would imagine – those guys probably coach the younger guys. Say, nope, this is how we do how we do it here. Just talk about the standard that Coach Barnes sets there for Tennessee basketball. Well, that's the thing, Bear, and you know this, and and of course, Coach knows this. When you're older guys, and and Rick does a great job of, he gets on the guys pretty good, man. I mean, it's 
it's it's consistent. But he also, when the older guys talk, he doesn't talk. He he'll he'll take a break, let them explain to the younger guys where they should be, why they're doing it, and same thing in the game. That was the most amazing thing to me. Wimp in the huddles, like he'll sit there a minute and he'll allow the players to talk things out. And then at the end, he'll get on the board, write up what he wants done, or make his point. But at, that was the most amazing thing to me, his brilliance about, man, I thought, oh, he's going to jump in the huddle. Nope. He's going to let the guys talk. And uh, now, obviously, just like you, Coach, you know, he'll stop it if it's not, you know, constructive or it's not something that he believes in. But most of the time, you know, in Santiago Vescovi and Josiah James, you have two of the probably highest IQ kids I've ever been around. So they start talking and leading guys down the right path. It usually works out pretty well. Yep. Uh, Greg, uh, you do such a good job of knowing where the players are. Uh, naturally, nobody can get all of them. But um, I assume that you, you look at your state a little bit, although the, the Tennessee is such a – when you're in Memphis and when you're in Knoxville, it's a long way. It, you know, I don't, you know, whatever. And Memphis is pretty good. Uh, do y'all are y'all looking everywhere? Are you looking southeast? Are you being sure that you get the right guys in Tennessee because your 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 program's so good that the people in Tennessee are, are kids are more interested to come there? I, I know you know what to do and how to how to do it. Is that how's your recruiting go go? Well, let me. First of all, you know, Wimp, I'm jumping back in. So a lot of the relationships that I had worked hard to develop when I was in college basketball with you were we had states, right? Yeah. We had states yeah. we covered and areas or areas of Alabama. And I always, you know, go with the thing that you said, we're going to recruit inside out. We talk about that. Um, and if there's not the number of prospects in this state, then we're going to look in the south. Absolutely. But what's happened and we have a young guy on our staff, and then Justin Ganey, uh, Rod Clark, you know, was in EYBL for a long time, the Nike circuit. These guys know so many other coaches, and AAU has exploded um, to the point to where we can go anywhere or not. So it's different, Coach, than when we did it, because you remember we just did our darndest to make well, I know with you, we weren't going to miss anybody in Alabama. That was not happening. Um, and then we would work, you know, surrounding states. Well, the, Everyone, the, the, and then, yeah. yep. Uh, let me ask you this quick, buddy, and ask you this. The NIL is a mess. You know, if I, if I was, I know I would accuse Sonny of doing the NIL before it ever came about. But, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so he could tell you about the NIL better than, hey, than anybody. Hey, Wendy. Yeah, yeah, the SEC had a little NIL going on. I'm not saying yeah, everywhere. We have some NIL, but, but yeah. is the yeah. NIL for you? Uh, do you have to re-recruit the guys that you have? Do, do you go into a home and and a guy say to you, you know, well, so and so's been in here last week, and he tells us, this. is that come about yet much with you? You know, yes and no. Um, <laughs> in this recruiting class we had in the fall. I would say to you, three of the four kids we signed never mentioned it. How about that? Great. Never mentioned it. Great. And Rick, Rick would be like you, Coach, in that 
He doesn't want guys coming here for the NIL. Yeah. There's very little we can say as assistant coaches about NIL via NCAA rules. We can tell them it exists. We can tell them they can go online and check out our collective, that our guys do pretty well. We can never get into a, hey, if you come here, you'll get this. Yeah. You can't do a pay-for-play. So it's kind of tricky, to say the least. And it's fluid. The NCAA's still trying to figure it out. It is a mess in that regard. So you never know what rule is going to change or what you can and can't say. And then each state can govern how they do it. And I don't even know that anymore. I just literally stay away from it. And I will just tell guys in general, we do have NIL. Our guys do well. You can go online and check out the group that runs it here. Um, Tennessee's among the leaders, if not the leader, in the collective. But I can't get into anything on dollar amount. Or you come here, you're going to get – we stay away from that. Okay. It's interesting. Uh, Greg, you guys are uh, 4-0 in the SEC, 14-2, and and you got Kentucky coming in. And uh, you and I know Coach Barnes and probably your team because they're mature – they're not going to look at Kentucky's record. I know they just lost to South Carolina, Alabama, beat them good. But you always know they're just one game away from turning it around. How do you guys handle that with their, with your team and getting ready for this game? Is just the, the name Kentucky uh, enough? Or do, do you have to uh, maybe tell them how good these guys are? They just had not put it together yet. Barry, you must have been in our locker room or in video. <laughs> yeah. Um, that speech is pretty darn close to what, you know, Coach Barnes said to the group. And um, we know that. And, like, uh, <laughs> I went, but it goes back when, when we were getting ready to play Auburn. It didn't matter. I mean, I, like, Kentucky is such, you know. Uh, well, hold on. Let me rephrase that. One of the great speeches that your dad, Barry, gave, and you know this, was he, he said, now, look. Every game on this schedule is important, except Auburn. Except Auburn. Yeah. So, it's look, I think our guys realize every game here counts, but you can't take away from what the rivalry has been with Tennessee and Kentucky. You know, when we go up there, it's a little louder, and it's not in our favor. When they come here, it'll be a little louder. This arena is amazing. But there will be 21670 whatever it is here. And, you know, whatever the term oversold is, I mean, I've only heard that on airplanes, but I've heard that now and, you know, for this game coming up. Um, it means a great deal. And uh, the fact they're retire- retiring Chris Lofton's jersey, um, who's from Kentucky, uh, is it, it makes it a really special day. So, Barry, yeah, you can throw out the record. We know how talented Kentucky is. Um, I've always thought that Cal was at his best when his back was, at, you know, kind of up against the wall. Yeah, he, he he's a really bright guy and a man. And and hey, coach, you 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 know this. I mean, it's like being Alabama in football or not. Like Tennessee's got a great. They're they're back on the mend here in football, but there's some places like Duke basketball, um, Kentucky. You got to give them credit, man. I. Remember Billy King, not to ramble on, when I was working for the Nets, who played at Duke. 
Mike Krzyzewski once said as they were pulling up to the school and everybody was yelling at the bus and blah, 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 blah. Hey, fellas, they're expecting our best shot. Let's not disappoint them. So you get everybody's best shot. In turn, you better give it. And uh, that's the respect you have to have for Kentucky, Duke, Alabama football, these places that have done it for year after year after year. You get their best shot, and we expect that on Saturday, and we better give them ours. Uh, Greg, before we let you go, um, what is it about Tennessee? Uh, you know, a lot of these schools, the SEC, they're good in one or two sports. Uh, football, really good this year. You guys speak for themselves. Women's basketball is good. Baseball was unbelievable yeah. last year. Uh, top to bottom, I don't think anybody's doing it better. Probably in the country, I hadn't looked at it. But what is it about all these programs are all playing at such a high level? You know, the great thing about, um, I was telling uh, your dad, Barry, my former boss, friend, um, I'm going to be, he said, you're going to come, you, like we were talking about coming on, I said, yeah, I'm going to come on the show. I want to. I, All right. I didn't call you back right away. You know, you know, his patience level. Barry. Oh yeah. yeah. It's close. To, it's close to Rick's. Yeah. So anyway, I said, Hey, I turned 65 in March. I'm doing this because I love doing it. Not because I need to. Um, the only one that saved more money than me is your dad. Yeah. So I, I'm not rich by anybody's standards, but if I need to retire, I can. Sure. And I love this year. And what makes this place special? So this isn't a political announcement. <laughs> Danny White, the athletic director, unbelievable. Really? I was gone from college, so I don't know if a lot of ADs are like this. You know what I mean? I didn't get to know. I was gone, but the support we get, him wanting every sport to be great, not good, great. And when you can appreciate this, I can't remember if you said it like this or not. Um, he used to say this about compliance. Don't tell me what I can't do. Tell me what I can do. Yeah. And that was a great line. And like, tell us how we can, not break the rules, but how can we work in the gray area? Did he area say it like correct? this, Greg? Just get to the edge. Get right to the edge <laughs> in recruiting, right? Well, and then he and then he put his fingers together. You know, real <laughs> like get close. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, anyway, that's I think when Danny White comes in and he's in our locker room after every game, supporting our coach. We have a, one of our associate D's on every trip, supporting our team. At first, Wimp, I thought it was like, are they trying to evaluate? You know, yeah. the coaching stuff, no, they're not. They want to, us to know that they care. So to blanket what you just asked, Barry, kind of capsule it, Danny White's always, what can I do to make your program better? What can we do to help you win a national championship, to help Tennessee win one? And I think he does that pretty much with every single program. And, again, that's not a paid political announcement. Sure. That is – an amazing thing to me, this guy's energy, his staff. You, you just know that he's looking to help you gain an advantage. Wow. That's great. That's not happening everywhere, I can assure you. Greg, great stuff. Good luck tomorrow. Thanks, Greg. I appreciate Thank you. you being on. Tell the wife and kids, I said, there's two girls. One's an Auburn girl, one's in Alabama, I think you told me. God but, almighty. Uh, well, I can, yeah. tell you, I can tell you two things that my wife said. And this isn't a knock, but, you know, she grew up a large Alabama fan. After my daughter did her 
whatever that is down there, the orientation, right? I said, what'd you think? She said, well, I'll tell you this. There's two things I'm never going to do. I'm not going to stay War Eagle, and I'm not sending anybody a blankety-blank check. (laughs) There you go. I understand. But anyway, we're great, and great talking with you guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank Thank you. All right, we'll get to break here real quick. Get Mike Brown in. This is Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got an overturned 18-wheeler on 2059 westbound. This is just past 359, lane blockage and delays in the area. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Get a great deal right now for your hometown dealer, Townsend Nissan, Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. Are you receiving unemployment? Your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account and only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Labor, ABA, and the station. The Alabama Department of Labor is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for TTY accessibility. At the Home Depot, you can find appliances for your kitchen and laundry, all with the latest technologies. Find savings when you shop online and on the Home Depot app. The Home Before you invest, call our hotline at 1-800-222-1253 to verify the licensing of the person making an offer and the product. Don't lose your hard-earned money. Learn to protect yourself at asc.alabama.gov. Paid for by the Investor Protection Trust and brought to you by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Hank Williams Jr. Are you ready for the contract? Live in concert. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Normally this time I always do a Alabama One ad during this time, but I love Fridays, Joe, because I get to talk to the man with Alabama One, or one of the men there, uh, Mike Brown. Good morning, Mike. How are you, buddy? Hey, Mike. Hey, good morning, Coach. Good morning, Barry. How are y'all doing today? We're doing good, okay. Mike. What's up with Alabama One, Mike? Tell me. I know you guys always got something going on for the customer there. Uh, we try, we try. It's another great week with Alabama One Credit Union. We appreciate the opportunity to come and chat with you guys. Not just every week when we get a chance to catch up, but the fact that you guys continue to support us, our initiatives, and how much we try to take care of our community. And so, and we're doing nothing different. Always running some type of promotion. I think we talked about earlier this year. We're we're trying to focus on financial uh, health, health, if you will. And our financial wealth and advisory group is looking to help offer free financial checkups for members or potential members looking to kind of see where they are for potential retirement, how their accounts stack up. But, and we talked about that earlier uh, this year, but we're also running a credit card campaign, kind of a challenge, if you will. Um, at the beginning of every year, everyone's kind of reconciling their finances or seeing how much they may have overspent during the holiday season. And we always invite people to check out the Alabama One credit card program. We had recently switched over to MasterCard last year and have a slew of benefits with it, but you can check out the great low rates starting at 1099 and See how maybe one of your existing store cards, existing credit cards stack up. See how much money you might save by switching over to Alabama One. And then if you want to follow up or have any detailed questions, we have plenty of people that are ready to help answer those. 
Uh, Mike, the website's a great place to start, uh, www.alabama1.org. Tell everybody I ask you this from time to time. Uh, Hey, I'm not a member. These things sound great. Y'all keep having this guy on on Friday. He talks about all these deals, but it's so hard to become a member. It's going to take me forever. That's not true, is it, Mike? Oh, no, not at all. Looking at its core, Alabama One is a credit union. So, yeah, you do have to qualify for membership, but we've made the process extremely easy, like you just said. We're, we're looking for ways to say yes and, and, and not how to say no. I think you guys are just talking about that. Tell me how I can make it happen. And uh, here at Alabama One, we're no different. We do that all the time. So, again, if you want to, swing by one of our many locations. We currently have 18, soon to be over 20 in the next few months here across the state of Alabama. And if you can't get into a branch, you can start your journey at alabama1.org. There's a big old join now button right there in the homepage. And the application takes you less than 10 minutes just to put your information in and start your savings account, your, your membership savings, for a small deposit of $5. And then you open up a world of benefits, whether it's a, a, a low-rate credit card that we were talking about, mortgage products, or you're looking for ways to earn a little bit more money on your savings or CDs. We have tons of products for that. And then you can just give us a call, and we can walk you through the process, or we can go a little bit deeper dive into whatever product or service or just whatever life situation you're going through, and, and we'll just see how we can help. Well, Mike, we appreciate you guys so much. Anything happening in Seminole land? We always got to get our Florida State update from you. Anything <laughs> happening over there? Right no, now? just strong recruiting. A lot of guys recommitting for this year when a lot have had the opportunity to go out to the pros and start for the draft prospects. Uh, We'll talk a lot more about football, considering basketball has been a really challenging year this year for Florida State. But we're happy to have a little bit of that Noel support up here in uh, Thai country. How, how hard is it being around Jason right now, who's a big Georgia Bulldog? Is he obnoxious, or is he trying to be humble? Oh, you know him as good as I do. Um, he is probably one of the most humble Georgia fans. He's almost an oxymoron in its own statement, yeah. but... He does a great job of keeping it low key, not to rub it in. He's a he's a passionate Georgia fan, true and true. But he doesn't he makes sure to show an equal amount of respect to the Tide fans around the <laughs> He does. He's always going to tell you everything that's going to go wrong uh, with Georgia. <laughs> Everything's he calls gonna himself go a realist. Yeah, uh, that's yep, right. Yep. Well, Mike, we appreciate all you guys over at Alabama One. Love doing business with you. We'll talk to you again next Friday. Have a great weekend, my man. You too. Thank you so Thank much, you guys. Thank right, you, Mike. Appreciate Brown. Mike. All right, so www.alabama1.org, and all the people are as good as Mike uh, when you deal with them over there. All right, uh, we're going to get to break here. We're going to take Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have your yellow tag on it, you don't want to. We have our TA report. Uh, we'll give back Coach Lee Evans, uh, the baseball coach. TA also owns Future Prospects here. Uh, was a professional baseball player, played here in the uh, Tuscaloosa County High school's been in TA since I think 2015. We'll talk to Coach about baseball practice. That is starting uh, Monday, I believe. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we've got an overturned 18-wheeler on 2059 westbound. This is just past 359, lane blockage and delays in the area. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Get a great deal right now for your hometown dealer, Townsend Nissan, Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. Don't buy your boat at the Birmingham Boat Show. Get your best deal on the boat you're looking for at Pier 43. Dick Harry Starcraft and Bennington Pontoon Boats. CR the Tide 100.9 app, a Town Square media station. 
Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. All-State Insurance Agent Andrew Knifer. He helps us, Joe, put the ball on the tee and kick off this 8 o'clock hour. Andrew's out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. Give Andrew a call when you're looking for home life auto. I made the switch over a couple years ago, and Andrew's taking great care of me. He actually was texting me the other night about Jimmy Dykes. Uh, he's not a big Jimmy Dykes fan either, Dad. 205-722-9201. Andrew Conifer, Allstate Insurance. All right, every Friday, I tell them 8, and it usually ends up being about 8.05, but uh, brought to you by Tax, uh organization at Tuscaloosa Academy that uh, helps us raise money uh, and get the things that we need. And uh, so this Segment is sponsored by those guys, and we always bring on a a teacher, a player, a coach, and now it's baseball season's right around the corner. Uh, so we're just getting going hard into basketball, but baseball will start practice, and we're very lucky uh, to have a local guy here who's hired at uh, TA in 2015. Dad, this guy was a, a fourth-round draft pick, uh, number 96 in the MLB draft. He's got owns a place here called Future Prospects that trains kids Coach Lee Evans. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Morning, Lee. Good morning. How are you? Oh, we're we're hanging in there. I lost my voice a little bit last night, Lee. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. That, was tough oh. one. that was a really good game. I enjoyed watching that. Yeah, those kids uh, competed, competed hard. So uh, tell us what's going on. Uh, we, but you're making the jump now from the AISA, which – Actually, AISA in baseball was re- really, really good. So, uh, you guys will just continue that uh, going into the AHSAA. But just talk a little bit about practice, getting started a little bit about your team, and how excited you are to get going. Yeah. Well, I mean, this it's a whole different set of rules. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to the Alabama High School Association, but um, it's good, man. I mean, we're super excited. We have. I think we're going to have a pretty good team. Um, we're young. We have one senior two seniors and they uh they've kind of been scratching and itching to get out there and get after it so it's it's been fun we've just been throwing and running and you know listening to them complain about running but other than that we're good tell us uh so you guys get started for real i guess on monday you know we're at a small school and uh, you know, a lot of guys play two, uh, three sports, and I've got a couple guys that that play baseball. And of course, baseball's not something where you can just show up when when the season starts. You got to do some preparation with throwing and getting in the cages and hitting. Just tell us kind of how you balance all that and have these guys ready when it comes time for the season. Right. Yes, it is very difficult, um, especially when you know the guys are playing basketball and trying to trying to get their arm in shape you know that's really all i ask for for those guys to just come out when they can and um be sure they're getting their throwing in and if they can jump in bp here and there that's good but you know but you know and i always tell them i said man just you're 100 percent into what you're doing right now sure if you're in basketball you you you're in it don't don't be thinking about baseball you just 
you play that till that's over, and then once that's over, you'll stick a baseball uniform and basically jump right in the game. <laughs> yeah, no doubt that. Does weather have a does weather have a big factor in your practice schedule? And some some years are better than others because of the weather. Yeah, it's a nightmare. You know, like today, we we can't practice today. It's going to be forty degrees. You know, I mean, we could go work out, but we hammered them pretty yeah. hard yesterday. But yes, the uh, the weather has a lot to do with what you can do on the field, and there's just so much you can do in the cage. And you know, when it's wet and muddy, it's just difficult. You know, so they we just gotta be creative. You know, I remember we uh, usually in the when the wet weather we go in the parking lot. I take an old ball, and I always tell them, I said, until this ball is a, a little yet pink peel in the middle we're going to take ground balls until the whole cover comes off all the string comes off of it when it becomes a little pink ball in there you're done <laughs> it usually takes about an hour and a half hitting it on the concrete uh, but, uh lee it is fun lee tell the listener we got <clears throat> and you deal with all ages not just high school you got college guys that come to your facility you got pro guys i know you got guys that are hitting it off the tee that are five years old the development uh of kids uh there with your with your place at future prospects i know you tied in with ta as well you guys can go in there and you know hitting the cages and throw uh but just talk you know baseball kind of is almost becoming a year-round sport uh, but with the development of it just talk a little bit about what younger kids need to do uh, in order to you know keep their arms safe, all the different things that baseball coaches need to be uh, talking to these kids and parents about. Right. Yes. Arm arm care is is um, super important when it comes to you know especially when they start throwing hard. Um, you know when guys start getting up fourteen, fifteen, sixteen years old, and you know they're not made of rubber anymore, and they um, time off is good, but I think the more time you take off from throwing, you have to just be sure you're taking extra care, getting back into throwing shape. A lot of guys, when you you finish strong, finish the season strong, and you feel good, and your arm feels great, you take you know a month off, and you come back, and your arm's still going to feel good, but it's not ready. Right, it's not ready to to throw hard. And those guys, most of the time, when when kids get hurt, is because they feel so good when they come back and they throw too hard, too much, too soon. And that's what that wear and tear just, they just can't handle it. So you got to build it up slow and steady. And, you know, it's like a, it's a marathon when it comes to keeping that arm in shape. No doubt. Uh, you guys have made some, uh, some nice additions to your field there. I don't remember if you had the new fence last year. I know you guys are constantly working on the field there. Just talk a little bit about your facility there. And then maybe a little bit about your pitching staff. Uh, you got to have a good pitching staff, a deep pitching staff. Most, High schools don't. Uh, you got kids playing all positions and pitching. But let's talk a little about the facility and then the, the pitching staff you can put together there at TA this year. Absolutely. Yeah, our blue fence is, is great. I love it. And, you know, that, that windscreen and the signs on it, it just kind of makes that field pop. You know, being, you know, it's basically TA's front yard. Yeah. You pull up and that's what you see. And I, I kind of take pride in that, you know, because I want, you know, everybody to see the field and it looked good, you know, and um, in the past it, it hasn't. And I just try to to take pride in, you know, making that look good. And I have a lot of help with, you know, 
Mike Robinson, he's he helps, and you know Todd Bradford there at TA, you know they they're great help for me. Um, but our pitching staff, I I think we're going to be okay. <laughs> um, you always need that one dog, you know that guy that can go out there and, and shut people down. Yeah. And we've we haven't had that in a while. Um, but these kids, they want it. You know, I asked them the other day, I said, who wants to be the man? You know, and, you know, all these hands raised. And I said, okay, well, if you want to be the man, you got to bring everybody up to your standard. And you got to you got to put your standard way above what's normal and work hard, take care of yourself, you know, uplift your, your teammates, make everybody around you better. And... They uh, they've been working. We're about to start, you know, starting some bullpens, and we'll see. But you know, we have we have Preston Lancaster. Um, really looking for big things out of him, and um, and two sophomores, Aiden Kelly and Spencer Stevens. You know, those two guys are they can be some donkeys, and you know, if they can um, stay healthy and you know be able to throw strikes because that's kind of how we. We win ball games. Just try to be fundamentally sound and you know play defense. You know because we don't have a guy to go out there and just shut people down. We got to play defense and do little things right. And, and that's kind of what we we take pride in is doing little things and trying to just develop men. You know. Yep. Do you ever? Uh, Dad is a baseball fanatic. He loves the. <laughs> The Cle the the Guardians, but he won't call them Guardians. They're the Indians. Uh, he he won't do that. Uh, but he coached uh, JV a freshman team or something here at Alabama. And and I tell this to every baseball guy we had. Lee, have you ever heard of this? In the same day, in a doubleheader, back to back no hitters. What? I was a pitching coach. Too. Do you need an assistant sometimes? Maybe that would come in there. Maybe when things aren't going well, he's available. He always tells me he's got nothing to do. Do you uh, need an assistant to come down there? Back to back, no hitters. That's pretty yeah. good to put on your resume. I think I'll bring. Absolutely. I think I better bring the guys in that did it, not me. <laughs> you might bring the pitcher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, those guys may be. Well, you could probably shed some light on some of these guys who uh, who think they they've thrown enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I'm sure that was probably close to 250 pitches back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have no pitch count back then. So, yeah. All right, Lee, tell everybody when's the season get started. Now you guys get practicing for real. Look forward to uh, baseball. It just seems like it's it gets started. It's freezing cold, and then once the weather gets good, it's over. Uh, but uh, sure. tell us when everything gets started. We uh, we kick off February 20th with uh, Hill County. They okay. come to us, and um, we'll get going then, and hopefully we can – Dodge the rain and the sleep and everything else, and get some ball games in because I'm, I'm ready. It's always a good change yeah. um, to to be able to go from future prospects working with those kids to now come here to kind of have your own team and you know it's it's a special time you know special for a coach that has you know us as coaches we have such a platform you know and I, sure. that's kind of why I kind of tackle this thing is uh, this is the opportunity not just to try to develop baseball players and win ball games, but try to, you know, give them little nuggets that's going to help them through life. You know, and I feel like that's my calling and it's, uh, it's fun to take advantage of that, you know, being a, being a high school coach. Yeah. Well, hopefully, 
Uh, quickness is not as important maybe in baseball because those guys we played last night were quick on quick, uh, and we couldn't get yeah. any quicker. So, uh, uh, Lee, before you go, tell everybody about future prospects. You know, there's a lot of kids now getting ready to sign up for baseball. They need to kind of get ready. They need to get the swing down. They need to get the arm in shape. They need to learn how to throw the right way. If they want to get in touch with you guys and set up a session, tell them how they do it. Absolutely. Um, we're located on 13th Street East um, here in Tuscaloosa. And uh, obviously you can call me um, or you can you know follow us on Instagram at Future Prospects. Uh, we've been established. My dad opened that place up in 1996. So no. what's that going on 20, what, seven years? Yeah. You know, so it's, I think it's great, um, just not because it's what I do, but I see kids getting better, and that's that's the, the fun part about it. And and most of the time they are younger, you know, because once they get into middle school, high school, they're so busy, they don't really have much time Yeah. to uh, to come, you know, on a consistent basis. But, you know, seeing these kids that are learning how to play the game, really want it, and working their tail off, and you, and you finally see that little light bulb go off, and it starts clicking. Yes, it's just it's just so much fun, you know, for us as instructors. No doubt to see that. Well, we appreciate your time this morning. Look forward to uh, getting out there and watching some baseball. If you need a pitching coach, I just told you where to go find one. Absolutely, absolutely. You need to send me Mr. Wimp's number. I love to have that. Thank you, Lee. Lose the game. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I used to brag on you about that. All right, we'll take a break. We get. My man's Coach Sonny Smith, and I'm excited to talk to Coach Smith there. Two-man truck out 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go start your preparation for the move. Get, pick up the boxes, the packing supplies, whatever you need. Get everything ready for the move. Once you get it ready, these guys will come in, man. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. Get that stuff in and out of that house and on that truck properly to take it to wherever it needs to go and get it put in there just exactly where you want it, where it's local, out of town, out of state. Let the professionals handle it. 205-247-5050. Two men in a truck. Movers who care. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Friday morning. Green and Hale counties were struck by tornadoes yesterday, just six weeks after another tornado, and for the fourth time in the last year. Utah and Green County were struck in virtually the same place as six weeks ago. There were no serious injuries in either location. Mayor of Green County, City of Utah, has declared a local state of emergency and set a dust-to-dawn curfew, mainly as a safety precaution due to so much debris. Seven people died in Otaga County, but Selma received the most damage. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, an overturned 18-wheeler on 2059 westbound just past 359 is really backing up traffic. Authorities are saying it may be 10 a.m. before they get this cleared. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. Get a great deal right now for your hometown dealer. Towns of Nissan, Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. In a collision? Easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation of the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services performed. More coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. 
If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. My caretaker was very rough with me. I thought they did it because I wasn't moving fast enough. Elder abuse is a crime, and together we can stop it. If you or someone you know has been abused, neglected, or exploited, call the Adult Abuse Hotline at 1-800-458-7214. That's 1-800-458-7214. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Human Resources, the Department of Justice, ADECA Grant Number 18, VA, VS 050, the ABA, and this station. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather noticeably colder today, breezy with a mixture of clouds and sunshine, the chance of a few scattered light snow flurries. The high 47. For tonight, clear with the low at 26. For tomorrow, a good supply of sunshine. The high very close to 50. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 41 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best place for your high school football coverage is right here on Tide 100.9. And online on Tide100.9.com. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Unfortunately, uh, Coach Smith, uh, of course, he had planned to be on, but uh, they had a little change of plan there. He had to deal with some stuff uh, with his wife this morning, so be no uh, coach uh, this morning. But uh, anyway, that's uh, disappointing, but we know he's got to completely understand. All right, I want to talk NFL. Uh, I'm not a humongous NFL fan. I think Joe is, and we could maybe talk about the Bears and – what they're going to do with this pick. But before we do that, let's look at this. I love to watch the playoffs. Uh, a lot of times it's cold. Uh, you go in these certain environments. And, um, you know, you see some really good games. You see some guys that are – some young guys that are developing. Uh, the quarterback for the Jaguars, you know, they didn't do anything. And all of a sudden now they're in the playoffs. Uh, Dad, you got the Seahawks and the – 49ers, D'Amico Rines is the defense coordinator for the 49ers, done a fabulous job. He's up for a lot of head coaching jobs, and I bet you this is the year he gets one. Uh, but the Seahawks, they are, uh, nine and eight. They're going to San Francisco. Uh, dad, the game will be on Fox at 330. Uh, are you a big NFL fan when it comes to the playoffs? I'm not. I like. I watch. Yeah, them. I like to watch them. I'm sorry, Tua can't play. Yeah, I'm, I enjoy watching. I'm sure do. Uh, Joe, look. I hate it because the Patriots are out. Yeah, uh, Joe. What do you see here with the Seahawks and the 49ers? 49ers, uh, 13 and four here. Uh, what's your thoughts on this particular game? The 49ers are a 10 point favorite. These these uh, playoff games are always tight. They always come down to fourth quarter games. It seems like. Yeah, I think that line's a little too high, but I do think the 49ers will win. I think that they are really one of the – them and the Eagles are probably the two best contenders in the NFC to win the NFC, I think. So uh, I think that, you know, the 49ers are playing Brock Purdy, their third-string quarterback, but they've got so many good weapons around him that if he just kind of stays out of the way, kind of just lets let, runs Kyle Shanahan's system, that I think they're going to win the game and, and move on to the next round. Uh, the other game, I think the NFL does a great job of 
getting these games. There's only one game to watch. You're not flipping around. They boom, boom, boom. The next game, so that next game, seven fifteen, NBC. The Chargers and the Jaguars. Uh, Dad, what do you thought about Trevor Lawrence? You know, normally uh, it takes you a year or two to get your feet under you. They got a new coach there with Urban Meyer. That thing has been kind of a mess, but now they're already back in the playoffs. I love the quarterback, Herbert, uh, for the Chargers. I think he's really, really tough, really good. So two really good quarterbacks going at each other uh, in this game. What's your thoughts on Trevor Lawrence, Dad? I think he's improved a lot. I think he's got better. Of course, his team's improved a lot. They, they ended up uh, – Sort of handling the coaching situation, and I think he's, I think he's gotten a lot, lot better. He's, he's smarter and understands it more. Uh, so that should be interesting, right there. The uh, Chargers, the game's at the Jaguars, I guess, because they won the division, uh, and so it's a one and a half point line there. The Chargers are favored on the road. Then Sunday, uh, you mentioned it. Uh, everybody was hoping that Tua could play. Um, I think they're being very cautious with him. With the uh, what do you got? Three concussions now? Was it two or three? Uh, two. Well, two the official, one they didn't the call. Third. Yeah. So uh, Allen is a terrific quarterback, obviously for the Bills. The Bills are thirteen and three, seven and one at home. Uh, the Dolphins, Dad, going from a nice, warm environment. Uh, they'll go up there. It says it'll be twenty-eight degrees uh, there at noon. They've dealt with. Uh, the situation with Demar Hamlin, he's out of the hospital now. I'm sure he'll probably probably be at the game there, which will be a big boost for the crowd there. The Dolphins with a backup quarterback, it seems like a big task uh, for Miami to go up there to even keep this thing close. Yeah, I, I think the Dolphins have a hard time. They just seem, they can't seem to get over the hump. Had a great start, and he got hurt again, and came back and played well, and hurt again, so... Uh, his best interest is to be careful and question whether he plays or not, anymore or not. But I'm sure, he tried to. But that's uh, uh, a dangerous deal for for kids like that. So I ain't got the Dolphins. They don't win there. All right, the next game on Fox, uh, the Giants. Coach Dayball uh, used to live right around the corner from me. Oh, well, let me tell you something about him. All right, let's hear he it. could do the best magic tricks. We would go down to Gulf Shores. Uh, first time I ever met him, and he would get over there, and all those guys would gather around him, and they he would do these magic tricks. I'm telling you right now, they you could not figure out what any name of Pete he did. They was going, oh, oh, they, they was betting money on what was going to happen. It was unbelievable. He's he's something. Is he doing card tricks, Coach? Oh, yeah, card tricks. Oh, yeah, he can do card can tricks. He do, can he do magic tricks with his quarterback? I don't think he can do them with his quarterback. He does. He's pretty, you know. <laughs> yeah, and he got so frustrated weird. as offensive coordinator. They were mad at him, too, about being an offensive coordinator. He ought to go back to the pros. So, okay, he went back. <laughs> yeah, so people, Joe, people complained when he was yeah. about his offense, and now this guy's taking the Giants to the playoffs <laughs> in the first year. And the Giants are not good. He has he has done a good job. He, he, he he's job. fiery he's on the sideline. I love it. Well, he went. He, the thing about it is, he went for two on the last possession to win the opening game, and New York uh, fans went, went went crazy. He's done yeah, a great job. He's squeezed <laughs> every ounce of talent out of Daniel Jones as he can. Yeah, Daniel Jones can't. Daniel Jones just good enough to get you beat. Yeah, he has. Uh, so he's doing magic tricks with his. Quarterback uh, to win with him and get that team in the playoffs. Uh, the Vikings, but as always, guys, there's always a couple upsets. Now you don't. It doesn't ever chalk. Giants it? are going to win. Giants are going to win. 
Giants are going to win? Yes, the Vikings are so overrated. <laughs> They're 13 and 4. Well, that's, how, that's Barry's team, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, that's my team like there. Them. I used I to like them. That. Well, when I was young, Fran Tarkington. And, oh, he was the man. Yeah, I liked all those guys. All right, uh, Marlon Humphrey in the, in the night, yellow nightcap. Marlon Humphrey, and how good is Joe Burrow? Like, I knew he was good in college, good. but this guy has got some swagger. He's got confidence. Uh, this guy's really, really good. The Bengals are at home. Uh, what do you guys think? Ravens. The Ravens are tough, but the quarterback's out. Uh, he's going to Twitter now, explain to everybody what's wrong with his knee. I think he's worried, Joe. He didn't sign that big extension. That he's going to keep himself healthy uh, so he gets the big extension. Who wins this game, the Ravens or the Bengals, Joe? I'm going to say Bengals. I think without Lamar Jackson, it's going to be tough for, for for the Ravens. And I think the Bengals are feeling a little bit slighted from from kind of the way that, you know, what the NFL ruled their coin flip, this, that, or the other. So I think they got a little edge, a little chip on their shoulder. All right. And then that, here's the game. Uh, and I don't remember them ever having a playoff game on Monday night. So maybe this is the first time ever. Is this the first time ever, Joe? They have done this in the past? Really? since they've done the gone to the seventh seventh wild card. All right. So, like so two years, three years now. So Dad, everybody's saying the you know the Buccaneers losing record to get to play at home. They got Tom Brady. Uh you got Dak Prescott with the Cowboys. Everybody's saying if you don't win this game, they're gonna fire the coach. All the pressure is on Dallas. Yeah, and, I don't even know why they're there. I don't even it doesn't make any sense to me for them to have to go on the road. Yeah. Against that team is eight and nine. How do you handle the pressure of this if you're Dallas's coach? Because you know, like you got nothing to lose if you're if you're Tampa Bay. You got Tom Brady, the goat. You know he's going to have the ball in his hands on a drive to win the game. Uh, the when Cow- is that game? Seven fifteen Monday night. I th- I think uh, I think Dallas wins it. Joe, I don't think the, I think yeah, I don't think Tom Brady beats. Him. Joe, Ooh, uh, I think I think coach is right. Barely. Oh no! Is no, this no, the no, last? No, 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 no. I'm sorry, coach. I'm sorry. I think I think. Is it if if okay. the Cowboys y'all think, win? Y'all think Tampa? Yeah. No, maybe. I think Cowboys are going to beat them. Uh, Cowboys going to win that I'll go game. The other way. It's the lines two and a half. Um, guys, was this to be if the Cowboys wins? This Tom Brady's last game? No. He's coming back. He's a madman. Is he going? Where will he play next year? Las Vegas. He's going to Vegas. All right. Who knows? All right. Get to the uh, Alabama One Hotline. Bring Tony into the show. Good morning, Tony. Hey guys. Hey. Um. I've got a hypothetical question for y'all because I don't know if I've known of this to happen. If let's say, for instance, Alabama and Tennessee went out until Alabama plays them, and let's say Tennessee maybe wins that one or Alabama and then they meet each other in the final game of the championship game, and the other one that lost the first time then, you know, avenges the game and wins the title, would there ever be a two number one seeds from the same conference? I think so. Who would get Who would get the one seed from that? I think they'd both get one, to I be don't. honest with you. Oh, really? I do. Dad, you don't? No, I don't think the league is good enough for them to get for, them to, for two of them to get one. Yeah, I they're think not going to play one. Get two. I, I, I think uh, one thing. I, I don't think one thing I found out, Tony, is the tournament 
as far as seeding means nothing. They, yeah. they, they you keep thinking like this team won the tournament. They pretty much have that seeding done before the tournament even starts. So you think the tournament really helps team seeding? I don't think it does. Now I hear what you're saying there. If, if you're going to choose one or the other, but I think there's a great opportunity for both of them to get a number one seed. But uh, if they don't, then you know, I think Alabama gets it based on strength of schedule. I mean, yeah, you, that's you, what I was yeah, yeah, you win at Houston, you win at Arkansas, you beat the teams that they've beaten. I think you got to give it to them based on strength of schedule. Yeah, okay. Well, that, that was my main – I thought about that yesterday because of both their records. And, and did y'all see Tennessee stumbling anywhere until maybe that game? Well, I'm going to pull up their schedule. Here I mean, I guess they could. Tennessee has had a – and I don't know why this is – they have had his teams have a tough, have had a tough time even when he was in Texas uh, of playing in the NCAA tournament. They got the Final Four one time. Uh, well, that with Durant. It was at Texas, and they just have struggled for whatever reason. I can't answer it. Um, of course, you know you can struggle. Really, I, when I got to the Final Sixteen, I struggled after that. Six so with Durant. They got oh, okay, yes. that, so wow. Yeah, okay, I'm looking at their schedule. They got Kentucky, then back to back road games at Mississippi State, who's not good enough to beat them. At LSU, mm-hmm. who's not good enough to beat them. Nope. They got Georgia at home and Texas at home. Nope. Rick Barnes is not losing to Texas at home with an entering coach. I can assure you that. At Florida, Auburn at home. At Vandy, Vandy's not good enough to beat them. Missouri, Alabama, at Kentucky, at A&M may be a place. South Carolina, Arkansas at home, and at Auburn. So they're gonna they may lose one 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 along the way there. But yeah, uh, both teams are. I think both teams are clearly ahead of the rest of the SEC, Alabama and Tennessee right now. Okay, um, if let's say for instance both. To say both have two or three losses in conference, is there a way either one of those don't be a one seed? I guess it just depends on whatever. I, I guess, it, yeah, how many losses? Yeah, uh, I think Alabama's with their strength of schedule and all, if they can, you know, if they maybe only lose a couple more games, I think they're headed to that. I'm looking at the rankings here. Houston, right now, top five is Houston, 16 and 1, Kansas, Purdue. Alabama, mm-hmm. Tennessee. So I think that's right. Depends on what happens above them with Houston, Kansas, and Purdue. But Alabama, obviously, if everything's close, winning at Houston, they should get the nod over over Houston there. Kansas normally wins the Big 12. And uh, Purdue, I don't know. What do you think, Tony? You think Alabama's already have a one, one seed? Yeah, I do. As of right now, we are. Uh, I think Alabama would struggle against Purdue. Yeah. Um, because the, the size, but um, one other thing, guys. Uh, but but then again, Barry, uh, you ask me that now. It's still a long season. Two three weeks ago, I thought UConn was the best team in the country. Yeah, and I don't know what's happened to them. Uh, I don't know if somebody's figured them out or they're, well, they're just not as good. Well, they're fifteen and two. They only lost two games, so uh, you know it's uh, it depends on when these games line up. Actually, they've lost three games now. Um, yeah, you know, is when you're playing teams. Do you have a Hard game at home, then you got to go somewhere on the road. So how all these in the, how all these games line up? A lot of times, our factor is to uh, wins and losses. Sometimes in these leagues, because so these teams know you inside and out when you get to conference play. And uh, one of the questions I've got about Alabama's roster, um, coach, both of y'all, since you know y'all forgot more, than I can learn about it. Uh, if 
when when um, Betty Yonko goes out in foul trouble, do we have another true five that comes in, or is it more of a stretch five or a four that plays like like a Clowney, for an example? Is 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 he? Do we have another true five, a true center? Well, I think they play uh, the kid from Firm and the transfer. He, he'll kind of go down there and bang, and his name just like is out of my head Gurley. right now. Gurley. Huh? Gurley. Yeah, yeah Gurley. Gurley's kind of the one that has a little more girth, uh, so they'll kind of have him go in there and and bang some. And the other guys are, you know, but teams. Tim South Carolina can go in there, can go in there, and then end up being outside, and, and they can't guard him. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tony, yeah, I just don't true. see a lot of great post play. You know, there's not a lot. I don't of either. I, I think it's gone. Yeah, other than Gonzaga. People don't throw the ball in the post anymore, so you don't really have to defend it like you used to. Right. So. That's exactly right. Well, well, guys, I enjoyed it, y'all. Y'all stay safe and have a good weekend. Thanks for the call, Thank Tony. you, too. Appreciate right. your call. Uh-huh. Uh, so, Dad, you don't see any way I, two SEC teams could get a one seed? I would not think so. I, I, would, I would think that the league is, uh, is you know, to be honest with you, there's two great teams in the league and, and 12 teams that are fighting to to be decent, and they're not, and they're not decent. Arkansas, if they're not careful, they'll get beat by Vanderbilt. Um, at Vanderbilt, and Kentucky's going to have a hard time. I, I just don't think. I think those two have dropped dropped way down, and Auburn is not quite as good. And so the league below below them, the league is good. Uh, you got to say something about A and M because they haven't lost, but they haven't. We'll see what happens now. You gotta say something about Missouri. Those two teams can beat you if if, if you don't play. Uh, Florida might can, and then below those three I've mentioned, nobody is going to win much. Uh, big, huge upset of the year has already happened. When South Carolina goes to Kentucky and beats Kentucky at Kentucky, uh, with the kind of season South Carolina has had thus far. Um, that's probably the upset of the year thus far. It'd probably be the upset of the year for for this year. Well, I think Alabama has a chance uh, to be the second number one seed. If Tennessee gets beat, you know they don't have the resume that Alabama has. And didn't not they played a good schedule? Well, they got beat. They got beat at Arizona. Yeah, Everybody, a lot of people do. And uh, although Arizona got upset real bad at home recently, uh, they got beat. You know, got beat at Arizona. So we'll see. All right, get to the. Uh, Alabama one hotline, Cowboy. Get my man Cowboy in. What's up, Cowboy? How you doing, Barry? Good, buddy. How about it? I got a gut feeling that Alabama be the one seed and Houston's going to be the two seed. And they're on a collision course to play each other again. What what, what, what do your gut felt that way? Well, I think that could happen, you know. (laughs) Well, if you're a one seed or you're a two seed, if you're a two you don't want Houston to be the one. If you're a one, you don't want Houston to be the two. In your bra- in your, you want to find another two that you want to mess around with, cowboy. But that was such a. I mean, it just seems like that could happen to me. I may be wrong. It could, but, sure. Uh, that I, I, I'd like. I, you know, I'd like to see them beat Houston again if they had to, because I think they could. But you know, you're gonna have to beat. Coach Sanderson says some booger bears in the tournament to win it, you know, or get to the final four. And uh, I don't know. The committee likes setting up those kind of games, I think. Um, but I could be wrong. I was very impressed with the Arkansas win. I, I thought 
Musselman had his back against the wall and would figure out somehow a way to win that game, but that didn't happen. And uh, you, you got to be impressed. Yeah. They can't shoot it. They can't shoot it, Cowboy. Arkansas can't shoot they can't, it. Yeah. They can't play dead in the all Cowboy. Right, all right, Cowboy, to answer me this. Yeah. If yeah. Dallas goes to Tampa Bay and loses, how bad will talk radio be over in Dallas, Texas on the Cowboy? It, those, those places are brutal when they oh, lose. Oh, no, it'll be good because there'll be demands for Sean Payton to be hired. Because oh. he's going to get away from them if, uh, if they win that game. No, oh, okay. So you're looking for Sean Payton. Because uh, he's the only hope to get the Cowboys good that's out there right now. All right. Who wins that game, Cowboy? Oh, man, I don't know. I, Tom Brady 7-0 against Dallas is the talk out here. <laughs> I just, that Tampa team, just, man, they is. Ooh, they're hard to watch, you know. They are um, hard to watch. But, but, but Brady in the playoffs, I, I think Dallas is going to get him, really. I, I, I mean, geez, man, that Brady, that, that team. But you, you never know in the playoffs. But they're eight and nine. Yeah, you'd rather play and somebody. They, they've, lost some, they've lost some ugly games, you know. Yeah. I, 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 what do you think, Barry? I'm like you. I think the Cowboys will get him, but I do. I would not want to be playing Brady on his home field, uh, possibly his last game, with nothing to lose and all the pressures on Dallas. I don't like the setup yeah. of that. But you, you got a good, you got a good point. So. You know that quarterback Barry for the 49ers, Mister Irrelevant Brock Purdy, Alabama in 2018 offered him an invited walk-on position because it was either he was going to either go to Alabama or uh, maybe Iowa State or Boise State. Really? Yeah, he went to Iowa State, Cowboy. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah, I know that. But Yeah. 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 Well, Alabama's well, look, you guys quarterback good, you right uh, now. You guys be good. What do y'all think with Cal? His contract's too much. To yeah, they're not going to get Cal got, ain't going nowhere. Cal's got the best recruiting class coming, so he – there's hope for the future. You know what, Cowboy? You, you know what Cal's buyout is? It's not $80 million you want me like to tell you? Fisher. You want me to tell you? Yeah, what is it? Yeah. $500,000. Oh, is that all? If he left, not they fired him, they wouldn't, he'd get more than that. 500000 no, no. No way. Somebody tell me, they told me it's $52 million. Five, 500000 Joe, Google that. Google that. Thank you, yeah. Cowboy. All right, get back down to the Alabama One Hotline before we get to break. Get Mike in from Oklahoma. That ain't right. Five hundred thousand? Ain't no way. Five hundred million. <laughs> I thought it was fifty million too. I may be yeah, wrong. It's not. I can assure you, it's million. not. It's fifty million. I'm sure you, it's not five hundred thousand. If it's no, five hundred, I, I meant fifty million. Well, there's a lot of difference between fifty million and five hundred thousand. Well, I got it mixed up. I can't remember. <laughs> Mike, if it was five hundred thousand, he should fire his agent immediately. Cowley's not leaving. Y'all just stop all that crap. He's not leaving. He's fifty million. Fifty million. He going, he's not going anywhere, girls and boys. Well, not at fifty million. He ain't going anywhere no. anyway. He's yeah. not going anywhere anyway. Yeah. Well, if he did go somewhere, those fruits uh, would just opt out and go wherever he's going. Yeah. He is. He got. He's got a good recruiting year coming in. 
What if he could take him out of Texas? He ain't going to Texas. Yeah. That's just the radio talk. Huh. Well, that's what we're <laughs> on. Yep. Hey, I've got? got a couple of questions. Um, the other day I was looking at the box score of Herb Jones, and he had like 16 points, five rebounds, six steals, but then they said he was negative 11. Can you explain to me what that is when they'll say a player's plus 23, negative? What figures in, what factors into that? Uh I don't, Joe, you know, I mean, I know it's when they're on the court, uh, their stats, but also do they increase the lead when they're on the court? Uh, if they're on the court, do they lose points as far as did the deficit go down or did they, uh, did the lead go up when you're on the court? Joe, help that's me here. Exactly it. That's yeah. it. So, so when Curb Jones was on the court, uh, the Pelicans were, the Pelicans lost 11 points basically. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my next question is, is, is I've given up on ever seeing a new arena at the university. I just don't. I don't think they're ever going to do that. But how much say does a coach have in where the students are placed? I, I'm trying to figure out why we have students in one section and it goes all the way up to the rafters. Um, how much trouble would it be for them to say, okay, next year uh, on one side, first 10 rows from baseline to baseline is going to be students. And if you got season tickets on row one, you're going to row 11. Um, is that something a coach could could do? Um, and I'll hang up and listen and, and love your show. That's okay. athletic director's call. 52 million is a buyout. Yeah, Mike, you can't do that because once these guys, people have been buying these seats, they've been paying for these seats for years and years and years and paying uh, uh, astronomical amount of money. So you can't say, oh, we're going to – Yeah, I know you got those seats. You've been paying for 35 years. But tell you what, we're going to move your seat up here in the corner. <laughs> so, but when you build a new arena, you got one shot to get it right and say, hey, all your seats are not going to transfer – and you can say, this is where we're going to put the students. And then the people that have been the most loyal fans, they get to pick their seats first. And I heard the courtside seats in the new arena, they wanted a million dollars per seat, Joe, just to have the right to buy the seats there. And then the price of the arena went up. They thought it was going to be $125 million. They put it out to bid. It was $250 million. It ain't going to get any cheaper. Okay. Let's get the arena built. All right. I got fifty-two million dollars. Is what it was on cows. I need to say two things. I got to go because Sam's wiggling. Right. Uh, I'm heading back. Uh, Constant Companion Animal Hospital on uh, on the Narrows Drive on two eighty six three five zero three one three. If you go on an animal, take an animal in there that's sick or whatever. They'll give you half. They'll charge you only a half price. You can be a uh, have a great place to go and take your dog. I've, I've taken Sam there several times. They're very good people, Dr. Foster is. Uh, so be sure and check that out. And uh, Prince Clover and Hayes, outstanding people, Three four five one two three four. Uh, Prince Clover and Hayes, knows, they know the law. They'll help you with the law. They'll they'll be darn sure that, that you understand what's coming down at you. And so uh, hopefully, hopefully uh, you won't have that problem, but if you do, Prince Glover and Hayes will help you. Well, I will talk to you on well, Monday. You need to go to the get, vet, get some pills. i got to get Sam to the restaurant. Get some well, pills when a dog stops wiggling when you go down to the vet. 
I will get. To, yeah, I got to go. Bye. <laughs> I mean, does Sam just end the show, Joe? Hey, Sam's in charge, right? Good Lord, Sam ain't all that now. Come on, Sam can't even pick up a bird. Sam's a little dachshund. First to Main Condos. Go to First to Main Condos. Dot com. The location is absolutely incredible. We talk about it each and every day right there in the historic district of downtown Norport. Uh, location is everything. You're right there on the river. You've got uh, security cameras, a gated community there, which is very, very nice. Also, you're uh, literally about a minute or two from downtown Tuscaloosa, so I love the location. Five minutes to Bryant-Denny Stadium. Uh, you got Internet and direct TV provided. Give them a call today. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room, 205-657-7465. First and Main Condos will get you a free month rent if you tell them. Are we done with the show, Joe? You getting rid of me, too? Hey, man. You, I mean, We've been blowing through these breaks. Yeah, you, you took all those phone calls. Y'all are so popular. We're not. People tell me all the time, well, I listen to you. You made me so mad. I started to call. I'm like, well, call. Don't. Well, they say only about 1% to 2% of, of people who actually listen call. So we encourage anybody who calls. The problem is they're afraid. Of the, let's be honest. They're a little bit afraid of coach. Because he's grumpy. And he's wrong half the time. He just said the guy's buyout was 500000 and it's $50 million. A little bit different numbers. If he was ever, like, up at a... Um, presidential debate and they fact-checked him after the debate, it would be brute. Half the stuff he said wouldn't be true, Joe. I don't want him doing uh, doing my negotiations, getting me out of my contract. He, he left about, uh, what, Two commas. He left about $49 million on the table. Yeah. Um, anyway, so let me tell you about Wayne's Pest Control. Wayne's Pest Control. Uh... Serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Got the good folks at Wayne's. Make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito protection services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. 866-WAYNES-1 for $60 off your initial pest control services. Before we get out... Alabama One, my main man, Mike Brown. You heard him. Go to www.alabamaone.org for all their different products and services. These guys will take great care of you. They do it for me. Joe, that's it for today's show. You're going to watch a little NFL? You're going to the game tomorrow? You're going to the game tomorrow? Sir. You are going to the game tomorrow. I got a game tonight, and then I got a five- and six-year-old game tomorrow morning. Don't, don't use your voice too much in that five- yeah, and six-year-old th- th- Those kids make me more, they make me madder than my team. They don't listen. Kids, kids five and six, I don't know if you know, they don't listen. Like, you're telling them something, they're just staring at you. Like, listen. Alright, that's it for today's show. Gary's next. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sorts. Sam, Wimp, and I are out. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Former University of Alabama running back Ahmad Galloway has passed away at the age of 42. The Alabama Crimson Tide basketball team beat the Arkansas Razorbacks 84-69 to remain undefeated in SEC play.
This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Play it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, an overturned 18-wheeler on 2059 westbound just past 359 is really backing up traffic. Authorities are saying it may be 10 a.m. before they get this cleared. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. Get a great deal right now for your hometown dealer, Towns and Nissan, Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. Making a resolution to conquer your foot, knee, hip, or back pain this year? For over 30 years, the Good Feet Store's arch support system has helped people just like you improve performance and coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather noticeably colder today. Breezy with a mixture of clouds and sunshine. The chance of a few scattered light snow flurries. The high 47. For tonight, clear with the low at 26. For tomorrow, a good supply of sunshine. The high very close to 50. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 41 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's daily update on Bama Sports Zones brought to you by Everwood Treatment Company, the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood, wood treated right. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Before Alabama's Saturday matchup with LSU, head coach Nate Oates gave thoughts after the win on Wednesday against Arkansas. I mean, I just, and we've been good in tough games. I mean, Houston, I think Houston's one of the toughest teams in the country. I, I thought the loss to UConn really kind of showed our guys, if you're not tough, like you're not going to be able to win these big games. So I thought our schedule in the non-conference really prepared us for this game, you know, and they didn't play as tough a schedule in non-conference. So they're, they're shoot, I think they were one and three last year. They're one and three again. They're, they're, they ended up 13 and five last year. They'll get it figured out. They just, Sometimes I think, you know, they have to play a few tough games in conference before they figure themselves out. I'll have more in a moment. Producing championship quality lumber is not an easy process, but at Everwood Treatment Company, it's our only process. Wood treated right. Everwood is championship quality lumber for decks, outdoor structures, commercial jobs, and more that you can build your reputation on. No rot, no decay, no termites, no problems. Just wood treated right. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. We've got you covered for Alabama men's basketball against LSU on Saturday. Tip-off from Coleman Coliseum is set for 3 p.m. Central, with our coverage on the radio starting at 2 p.m. For a full listing of our radio affiliates, head to RollTide.com, and don't forget, you can also watch the courtside cam on all CTSN social media channels and listen on the Varsity Network app. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Everwood. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Football is back, and no one does it better than the sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. This season, you can watch the games with nothing on the line. Boring. Traffic authorities are saying it may be 10 